Marriage is hard as shit. Welcome to Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. And welcome back to uh, Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. <laughs> welcome back to our bi-monthly podcast episode. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. We're trying, guys. We apologize. We apologize. We love and miss you. And we do. you guys want to hear some some fun stuff from us, so we're really excited about this episode. Yes. This is, would you say this is our the episode that we were most excited for I was to date? Mo- I was the most stoked Uh to interview these people yes. for sure. So on this uh, podcast episode, we interviewed David Arnold and his wife, Julie Arnold. And David, if you, I mean, we've talked about him a lot. If you follow us on social, we um, think he's absolutely hilarious. We are massive fans. And the fact that they even agreed to interview, we were like, okay, cool. No, it's cool. Like we'll play it cool. Like we're fine. We're totally cool. We're very cool people. Yeah. I was, I was, I was a little, I don't, I don't get like what, like, Around like fans or like uh, awestruck. I know you're uh, starstruck. Too, yeah, I, I know you're, really yeah, I know. you're like, so cool. David, David Arnold's pretty cool, and his wife's pretty is fucking even. Dude, she's, she's great. Just as cool. She can absolutely dish it. <laughs> I don't know. She might be cooler, to be honest. Yeah, well, but David, I don't know. It was just it's such a, it was such a cool interview. Yeah. So uh, David has definitely is definitely the best kept secret in comedy until now. We didn't find him until recently. David has actually been doing stand up for about twenty years. Um, he has three stand ups under his belt, with a fourth one coming soon. Specials. Specials. S- specials. What did I say? Stand ups. Well. Yeah, stand-up specials. Yeah, he's, done, he's been doing stand-up for 20 years. Yeah, he's been doing stand-up for 20 years, but he has three specials out. His, he has a fourth one coming that's actually being produced by Kevin Hart, and you can see his most recent one on um, on Netflix titled Fat Ballerina. Yeah, and that, that one is also uh, produced by Kevin Hart. Oh, that one is as well? Yeah. Oh my God, it's so good. Julie Arnold is uh, known for being a former Radio uh, City Rockette and currently an on-air reporter for Made in Hollywood. She was actually one of the first... Uh, African-American women to dance on the online at Radio City Music Hall. Yeah, she and, was the first. Uh, I think she was the third. Like one, one, of the, one of the first three, which is pretty Either, freaking amazing. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. And um, these two, they have two kids. They have two teenage daughters or preteen. Yep, because their kids are um, our oldest kids. Age. Madeline and Noah's age. Yeah, Madeline and Noah's age. Yeah. So we're they're in the thick of it just like we are. Oh, yeah. And watching their Instagram is hilarious. How There's, they just... They roast each other just like, just like we do. Yes. It's so funny. We actually found David um, right at the beginning of quarantine. Right. We, is, we happened to see Fat Ballerina on Netflix. Netflix was like, here, something. this is what we recommend for you. And Netflix, they, knows, were right. they know their shit. They were spot on. We like put it on casually. Like it wasn't something we like geared up to. We hadn't heard of him. We're like, yeah, it looks good. And maybe within the first three minutes, we were literally in love. Right. When you're watching a stand-up and you have to hit pause because you're laughing so hard because you don't want to miss something, Dude, you know it's good. You know it's good. It, that, that's how what is good. It? It's an hour special. It probably took us an hour and a half, to, oh, yeah. an hour and 20 minutes to get through because we were screaming. Yeah. So if, you, if you're if you married and have a family and, or anything else, dude, he, you have he's to You have hilarious. to listen so, to it. He is, he's hilarious. I think he's one of the best stand-up comedians like out there right now. I'll say that easily. I mean, from the from what I what with I with my from, extensive knowledge of the, <laughs> the he's comedy one, he's, industry, he's, hilarious. he's really funny. So on this episode, we talked 
what did we talk about? So we talked to uh, David and Julie about raising kids during quarantine, uh, what it's like being yeah, married to a comedian. What it's like being roasted or... Just constant, constant yeah, so jokes 24-7. Um, and about, you know, their history there. We asked them their viewpoint on, you know, some different issues or whatever, but they're an incredibly fun couple and we think you guys are going to love them as much as we do. Absolutely. And when it comes to parenting... They give some solid, wise advice. Yeah, they do. That, that, Spot on. Like, outside of being funny, solid, wise advice from uh, per, from a parenting perspective. Yeah, they so, got their shit together. Oh, yeah. So we hope you enjoy this episode. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We found you guys. Uh, we found David uh, on Netflix. Uh, we were uh, watching Netflix, and a fat ballerina came up. And I was yep. like, let's watch this. And oh, my God. Oh, man. I laughed my ass off. And then five minutes in. We were like, how is this his only thing? Like, how have we not heard of him yet? Like, where was he? Like, what was going on? And it was one of the, I mean, it probably took us at least an hour and a half to get through because we had to keep pausing it and rewinding it because we were just going off. Yeah. And the family humor got the marriage shit, all of that. It was just too, it was just a little too relatable. Like we just kept looking at each other. Like yeah. you're flying on your wall, like a fly on your wall, your own personal wall. That was David watching you guys. Right, right, like, right. That's like our family. <laughs> yeah. And so then obviously we found you on social and then followed your whole family. And now we know about the dog and everything. <laughs> you met everybody all the way up to Cooper. Yeah, we know we know everyone. First name basis. So Netflix, what that was your Fat Ballerina was your first special or biggest special? How would yeah, you categorize it? Yeah, that's the first nationally released one. It's actually my third one, but um it's 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 the first one that was released at that level. Yeah, Fat Ballerina was. And so how have things been since it came out? Like has that been a bit has there been a big change? Has it not really changed? Yes. It, it, and you know what's so funny? It has been a big change uh, in in areas that you would not think that it would be a big change. Like, you know, for a comedian, as you know, when, when you when you hit something like that, you want to see the numbers change when you go out on the road. You want to see the money change, you know. And because we're in this pandemic, obviously, you know, we're people, I'm not traveling like that right now. But um, has it changed? Yes. So much has changed. Um Literally, I got, I landed another Netflix special, you know, this, that, yeah, we, the deal closed about, uh, what, about two weeks ago? Um, That's amazing. Huh? That's That's amazing. Thank you very much. We're taking dibs on the next title. So if you have any ideas for his next title, we're taking dibs for that. (laughs) You you know what's so funny? It's like, I got a call from uh, Lena Waithe. Who you know? She saw it, and Lynn and I have been friends. I've known Lynn for a while, and she called me on the phone, and she was like, "This shit that you did was incredible." Because that that special was done independently. I did it myself. You know, yeah. yeah, it wasn't a Netflix original. It was something that I literally uh, put the money up, did it, edited, directed, did all of it myself, and my manager was in a position to get it to the people at Netflix because Kevin Hart was the executive producer behind it. Mm -hmm. So that, you know, that, that really helped. And when Lena called me, it was like, I want to produce your next one. And long story short, Kevin Hart and Lena Waithe are now the producers of my next 
Netflix special, which we, you know, like I said, we closed the deal two weeks ago. And I'm very excited about. Congratulations. Congratulations. That's amazing. That's Thank awesome. Is yeah, it going to be like, or is the audience just going to be like stuffed animals and like cutouts? <laughs> right, exactly. If I did it now, it would be like a laugh track. <laughs> exactly, because you know what? It's so funny. The first thing they asked me was like, "Well, when do you think you could, you know, have it ready?" And I was like, "Well, you know, it's a pandemic. Nobody's touring, or at least I'm not touring like that right now. I'm not taking a chance." And so I said, "You know, six months after when the country opens up, six months after that, I'll be ready." You know, and so they were 100 percent like. They were like, fine, perfect, you know. So I, I my mind, maybe this time next year I'll film it, you know. Uh-huh. So, but I'm very excited about it. We've had so much stuff has happened just since then during this time. It's been, it's been, it's been crazy. It really has. It really. Well, has. you guys deserve all of it. I hope that just keeps going and keeps Stop getting it. bigger. Yeah, yeah. and it, then and then we get to be like, we had him on the podcast, so. I'm already feeling that way. <laughs> I mean, we feel that yeah, I'm way. Excited. Now. It really I'm is. excited to talk to Julie the most, being the the spouse of. A we got comedian. lots of questions for Julie. <laughs> yes, I want to know what I'm in store. <laughs> yeah, everybody does. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> so, how, how long have you guys been married and together? Seventeen years. Yes, it was seventeen years this past July twelfth. And we've been together 19 because we met two years before that. So yeah, 19 together, 17. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. You guys are real close to us. We're, we just celebrated 18 years together and then November will be 16 years married. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 So we're right on top of it. Yep. Exactly. Right. Right. We got started really young. This is what, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I knocked her up when she was, before she knew better. (laughs) That was my 18 year plan. His 18 year plan was as soon as I got my period, we had a baby (laughs) and I haven't been able to leave since, but it's been nice. I mean, it's good. (laughs) Um, So how'd you guys meet? Yeah. We met at a mutual friend's barbecue. We were actually, uh, I, I remember this day so clearly because all the guys at this barbecue were in our early 30s. They were all playing sports. They were in the backyard playing basketball. And all the girls were standing around trying to be cute. And no guys were paying attention to us. But this backyard had a volleyball court. So I went, I said to all the girls, I'm like, forget all these guys. Let's go play some volleyball. The moment we stepped on the court, bam, all the guys came over. All of them. And this one, he was on this other side of the net for me. He rotated in front of me. And I'm pretty competitive when it comes to volleyball. And I was like, I'm about to spike this ball down your throat. And he was like, who's this girl? And that moment, I knew he fell in love. Okay. That very moment. (laughs) He was in love. (laughs) Listen, all of that is true, except I don't know about the in love immediately part, but I definitely was intrigued by her by that that confidence that she had because I'm like that and I did come over to play volleyball because I, it was a basketball three on three basketball tournament and I got eliminated immediately and I was <laughs> like because that, that's the only reason I went to the um to the whole yeah I only went to play basketball I didn't give a shit about nothing else I got eliminated one of my friends wasn't shit he was no good 
So I got eliminated because of him. And I was mad. And I was like, well, we just got here. We go, it's like three more hours. The food ain't ready. So I said, I'll play some volleyball and do something. Well, it was because of this friend that I guess you met me. See? Yes. It's a, who is also now the godfather of our oldest daughter. And well, I'm well, glad he was shit at basketball. I was going to say, yeah. It's a good thing he play. If he was, if he was good, I might have kept playing and missed her. You were absolutely <laughs> right. So everything played out the way it should. But like literally, so it was the shit talking that like that got you. Yes, yeah. yes. Yep. I'm a shit talker. So when I saw this girl that was doing the same thing, I was like, huh, okay. And she was she was a good athlete outside of the fact that she was sexy and beautiful. And I was like, what? And <laughs> we talked afterwards. We went out and had coffee uh, with with her. She came with her neighbor. I came with my boy, so all four of us went out afterwards and had, uh, we went to Starbucks. And we sat around and talked, and then I asked her to meet me again the next day and just turn around. He was in love. He was in love. He was in love, for sure. We went out and just her and I, and basically we've been together since then. I don't think, I think probably one of the more attractive traits a person can have is being able to like back up their shit talking. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. She's very, she's a, Julie's an athlete. I love that. Back up the shit talking. Yes. Yep. I love Anybody that. can talk shit. But if you back it up, everyone's falling in love. You just got to be, you got to be careful. If somebody, that's true. Just throw that shit out to everyone. It's disgusting. So. <laughs> So this was a really important question um, that I wanted to start of kind of in the beginning. Um, and that is um, what's up with that honeymoon photo and David, why would you take your bride to work? Wait, oh. Oh, I was wow. We saw the photo. We saw the photo. We Where heard the photo. What did you put? Your That's not the what point, David. Answer the question. Did you or did you not? <laughs> so we heard from Julie's Instagram that My. you guys had a beautiful cruise for a honeymoon. Yes. It was actually you had booked a gig what? and then took her. Yes. Well, when you say it like that. <laughs> Julie, I read the caption. She's like, just saying what I read. Listen, see, it, up until you said that, it sounded like I had everything under control. <laughs> but you know, it's so funny. I did. I got a, I got a gig um, performing on a ship, which yeah. I never did, right? And I was the ship's comedian, which I've never been. And she, we just happened to be a week after we were getting married. So, like, I was like, maybe we should just use this for honey. It was a nice, it was Mexico. Do you remember where we went? Went to Caribbean. Okay. And it worked. I had to do literally two shows. They paid for everything. <laughs> I think that's amazing. Oh, so yeah. you got to pay for it. The Instagram, yeah. caption, the Instagram caption did not mention she, that it was free. She's talking shit. Yeah. I'm like, he was using his brain. Yeah. He was thinking. I, I was. I wasn't jumping to conclusions. I off. I explain yourself why your bride had to go to work as a congratulations for marrying you. It was a simple question. It was, <laughs> and listen, th- at this time, I might have been doing stand up five years. Yeah, probably five years when I met you. So, like, I would like you know, you've been on these ships. They got these big, beautiful theaters. Like, I'm the 
I, I'm like, they're playing my set over and over in the state room. So everywhere we go on the ship, everybody knows me. I'm like a fucking celebrity, right? <laughs> it could not have been any better. Like at this time, right? Everything was free. And I, I never thought of it like that. It just happened to line up. And that's how, and that's how we, uh, what happened. So Julie, if, and maybe this, you know, this is just what I would have done. I'm wondering if you were tempted, but if like I was on my honeymoon and everyone was paying attention to him, I would just wear the dress and the veil everywhere we went. You know what? We're, we're going to have to do this all over again. Why? Because that is brilliant. I should have been wearing the dress because everybody, all, every, he was such a celebrity. It was so on my nerves because all of a sudden I'm supposed to be having this romantic time with this guy and he's all like, yeah, hey, how you doing? How you doing? Trying to get a photograph. Yeah, no, fuck that. Mm -mm. Nope. Break. Give me a break. Yeah. A Miss Universe crown with <laughs> the veil. Yes. We had a ball. We need to do it. I need. We need to go back so I can. We, we've been back. We've had, we've done. We put on like three cruises since then. But you we weren't performing. That's true. And they perform. weren't free. I don't. Yeah. Man, I like book a cruise, part. David. Free part is good. I don't know. <laughs> you need to book a free cruise. I know, right? Yeah. Oh my god, it was fantastic. Yeah. Book a free cruise, Sarah. <laughs> so we actually we um we got married really young, and so we had a really small ceremony, and then ended up taking our honeymoon four years later. So didn't have like the full experience like you would if you were you know responsible. Right. So this year <laughs> we're trying to go to Hawaii because we booked it for five dollars. Right. Um, and for, it's our anniversary, but like no one's going to know. So we're just going to, I'm going to just rent a dress and he's going to rent a tux and we're just going to be like, yeah, no, we just got married. That's wow. hilarious. And then <laughs> just like, go, go bar hopping or something. I don't know. That's yeah. hilarious. That's fantastic though. You know what? That's actually a good idea. What? I'm going to rent a suit. I'm going to rent a tux at, on the, we've, at Hawaii. We've got a whole backstory. Like, yeah, the wedding was canceled. Oh, like, it was really hard. And so we, <laughs> we better get a free dinner. We were just like, you know what? Love is love. We'll just go. Oh, yeah. Right. You guys are going to come up on that. So one last one last question, and, and this kind of hits home. Uh, Julie, why doesn't David help you with the yard work? That's a great question. What? You I know what they're wrote this question now, by the way. David, we saw the video on Instagram. You sat there while Julie was We're literally unloading. She was covered in foliage, sweating. <laughs> sweating. Were spiders. She literally pulled three pieces of plastic off the ground. And first of all, <laughs> not no yard work person. Okay, let me tell you. So let me tell you why. This is this, so when we first got married, was it? Yeah, it was, it was very early on. Yeah, yeah I know you don't want to hear the good James story. So we bought a piece of income property. We bought a four-unit apartment building, right? And I was going to hire. You know, I'm doing all the shit. I'm going to get them lining up to like all the way, all the stuff. And I'm going to hire a gardener to keep the ground. She interrupts. We, we don't need to spend money on a gardener. I'll do this. You know, I said, what are you, River, Grad, you never done shit. Like, what are you talking about? I grew up in Cleveland. I'm a boy. We cut grass. I'm a boy. I, I know what I'm doing. She, Julie was a dancer her whole life. She never does shit. 
<laughs> she complained. I went to Home Depot and I bought an axe, a Maddox, a rake. I bought all this shit, right, to do this. So I said, we got to go over here and we got to tear out these bushes because we got to plant. Because the place where we bought it was a mess. The yard was terrible. Uh-huh. Literally, and I'm not even joking, five minutes into this, she swings the axe, you know, uh, and, and she hits something. Like, oh my God, the smell. Like, I can't do it. And she yelled, this, this. I can't. <laughs> Call Manny. And hire them. Hire Manny. He can do it. I can't do it anymore. I'm going to throw up. I said, you know, that's her in that car. It's, I wasn't built for this. She has never talked to me about, she has never been in the yard again since until that video that you saw. She's a quick runner. Oh, for Cooper though, it was for Cooper. Cooper was eating all that tarp. There was some kind of tarp in the yard. It was blistering hot, and I don't know why he saw me over there. I did. I knew you were the last. (laughs) You you saved the dog's life, is what I heard. He was eating it all up, and I I had to get in there with my own bare hands, sweating, blistering, horrible, and he just watched. I'm sorry. We had, fight over, we had to fight over yard work early in our marriage because I'm all about equality, like we, equal rights. Don't like, even fucking and, start with the equality. And, don't you? Don't you equal me? So uh, the there's like weeds in the yard. I'm like, hey, let's go out. Like, let's pick this. And she's like, no, my dad handled all that. That's your job. And that was a real Jesus moment. That was a come to Jesus moment for me. That oh, it's all on me. Right. She don't. She don't pick any damn weeds. They I have been honest from the beginning. <laughs> It's all about communication. Yard yard work was one of our first arguments, and over oatmeal was our other first argument. Oh, we went to Calvin over oatmeal. Oh no! Okay, elaborate, please. So I told I I got married at what I was 33, 32 when I got married. So I've been by myself. I know I've been I feed myself. I know what I'm doing. I'm I love oatmeal. I love it. Right. And I can eat it all day, like literally. My grandfather showed me how to make it. I'm a huge oatmeal fan. I want it made a certain way. So when we got married, Julie was like, well, I'll make your breakfast for you before you go to work. This is when I was still working at a, at a clinic as a nurse, right? I mean, <laughs> look at it. I hit home already. I literally, he was like, I'll make your breakfast. I was like, I got it. I said, you, you don't have to make it. It's fine. I have to do this. You know? I could make it. I'm your wife. I'm your wife. She has to do it by the book. I said, okay. She made it. It was horrible. And I, I said, I, I can't. I can't eat this shit. I can't. I, I, I should not have to eat this. So I tried to kindly say, let me, sh- let me show you how to make it. She throws the spoon down. I don't want it. Walks out. Right. It was oatmeal. It cannot be bad oatmeal. Just eat it. Be thankful. Be appreciative. But I didn't want you to make it. How about how about this? It was oatmeal. I didn't want you in there. Okay. I you there was nothing. I could make the oatmeal. I didn't need. This is my thing. If you want to <laughs> take initiative to do some shit, do some shit. I want you to do. So we I end up in counseling over oatmeal because you couldn't let it go. <laughs> then so we're not. Lady no, 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 no. We have a few. We went for a few sessions over the oatmeal. <laughs> well, Eighty-five dollars a session. You know how much oatmeal I could have bought with that goddamn eighty-five dollars? <laughs> a, a, a lifetime supply of oatmeal. What did the therapist do when she was like, "What brings you here today?" And you were like, "A fucking oh. bowl of oatmeal." And then when you elaborated and were serious, 
Yes. Like, did she ask you to leave? Well, then no. she started asking more questions. She's like, so you're really upset over the oatmeal. She And David was getting upset because he thought I was making bad oatmeal on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> because I tried to tell you how to do it and you wouldn't do what I told, what I told you to do. I said, he if was you offering to teach you. Hello? You were offering to teach her. Exactly. Like, what's wrong with that? If you want to do it, let me show you how I like it so you can. It's an exact. She could not. The lady said, don't make his oatmeal. Let him make it himself. And she said, okay. And I looked at her. I was hot as fire. <laughs> Fuck, I told you $358 ago. <laughs> like, why, why does it take a stranger to and me and cost me $358 for you to. This was literally our first. Now, if you do, have you made oatmeal since then? Nope. I make oatmeal every day. She ain't been nowhere near it. It's I would, like, I would act like I was allergic to oatmeal. It even got near me. It's uh, this is early on yeah. marriage stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. the kind of stuff we went through. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah. No. That's that's marriage is so fun, isn't it? Oh, like you if, fight over like, the stupidest shit. Like if, like if marriage, if marriage had like a thesis statement, it would be we went to counseling four times over a bowl of oatmeal. Like that's all. <laughs> I'm gonna do that bit in my next special. I have to. It's the best. To. Uh, it's so of, true. So speaking of titles, maybe it would be called what? Oatmeal. <laughs> Therapy over oatmeal. Therapy over oatmeal. <laughs> Why is it called that? You gotta watch it and see. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh man. Okay. All right. So, Julie, uh, back to you. Were also you were a dancer? You were a rockette. Yes. Amazing. Okay. So, do you ever like like threaten uh, David with the high kicks? You know, just I can do it. Just a real quick fan kick to the jaw. Just fan kick. Absolutely, I do. I like that. And I just, he knows, he knows when it's coming. A little lift of my knee, he knows it might be coming, torso, so he, he simmers down. Simmers. If I put my knee up, he knows that's going to go. Simmers down. And he simmers down. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd, be like being, it'd be like being married to a ninja. Like, why would <laughs> yeah. you ever? Like, Julie, ever. Julie is, Ju- Julie, this is what's crazy about Julie dancing. I met Julie at the end of her dancing career. Like she was, you know, she was the third African-American to dance on Live with the Rockettes. She did Broadway. And then she was touring with Jimmy Buffett when I met her. Mm-hmm. But she didn't tell me she was touring with Jimmy Buffett. She told me, what did you tell me you were doing for a living? Did you say some? Didn't you say some? You said I'm doing some kind of consulting because you had to go out of town like the day after we started dating. Or we like the day after we met, you're like, yeah, I'm going out of town for two weeks. I was like, where, where are you going? I'm going to do some work to do. And I was like, this bitch is into something that ain't right. I, like, that was my first thought. And then she went out. In case, in case you think you're important, I'll be back in two weeks. If you exactly. hang out. That's exactly it. Like, when you think that, oh, they're into it. And immediately she's like, gone. Established dominance with a fucking plane ticket. That's all it took. And that was it. And I thought I was doing something big because I was trying to get her to come see me perform. Like I was like, yeah, I'm gonna be at the where was I? I'm gonna be at the comedy store or some some shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, and I was like trying to get her to come see me perform because you know I'm I'm doing it, whatever. And I and finally when she decided to tell me what she was doing, this is how she told me. She said, Well, I'm gonna be working in Vegas 
maybe you want to come out on the weekend. And I was like, Vegas, what the fuck is she doing in Vegas, right? <laughs> You're all red flag number two. Okay. Yeah, exactly. She gone for two weeks. Now she's telling me to come to Vegas. Yep. Right. So I go to Vegas, literally MGM Grand, 5,000 people, her on stage. 5,000. It wasn't 5,000. Way more, than way more. It's like twelve thousand, I think. Twelve. Yeah, it's like. First of all, <laughs> she's all what? <laughs> twelve. No lowballer, like. And I walk in, and she's on stage dancing behind Jimmy Buffett, and the and the the the, the, the yeah. camera hits her, and she's up on the jumbotron, just her face, and she looks in the camera and winks, and I said, oh, uh, "Yep, fuck." That's she said, you're coming to see me perform. That's when I said, I got to marry this girl. I got to have her. Yeah. That wink, that's a G move. That's a, that, that it, wink. Was the, it was the coldest shit I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I couldn't believe it. And I'm going to perform for 13 people at the comedy store on Tuesday. Right, night. right. <laughs> it's a two drink minimum. I can't get it waived, but like, exactly. I'll, give yeah, I'll give you the money, but you got to get the drinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, make sure the tip is good. Just let me know, like, whatever it is. Oh my God, that is how good for That is not that's a great talk. story. That's that's oh I'll never be shit about the fan. Julie, that is some big uterus energy if I have ever heard it in my life. <laughs> she never talks about what she does. Never. That's amazing. She will that never amazing. She will wow. never she'll never mention anything that she has done or did or does for work ever. That's just how she is. She's just completely that's how she is. Well, don't worry. We'll we'll take care of that for you. For <laughs> we'll brag on you guys because we think you're awesome. <laughs> um, do you want me to ask one? For, you're gonna ask it. No, you ask me. Yeah. Okay, so David, yeah, have you do you ever get in trouble for making jokes about Julie or the kids or family? I get in trouble every fucking day, like every day. <laughs> Every day for at least 10 years. I, I've apologized for a tweet more times than I can count. And I'm like, I'll tweet something that is like, just, it, it's like just a joke. Right, right. And right. then in six months, he'll be like, was it fucking funny when you tweeted it? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> you know what? It's, I got to be honest with you. I don't think so. What do I get upset about though? This is this is a quiz. This is a joke. I don't know, Julie. You, you no, be upset. Right. Do with me with material. Uh, Tell material, me. I, no. I can give and take. Really, it is First of the all, instru- this the posting of the social media and the camera like this at six twenty two a.m. That's a problem. Oh, that is irritating to me. It, it is consistently, constantly irritating to me. Bad timing, and you don't even get a moment to like get yourself together or reprieve. And then, and then there's a lot of there's been a I'm like, it's a you have you see the stress. Yeah, I feel you, Julie. I feel you. Sterling's like, like oh, David. David, she <laughs> says that Julie. You said it irritates you, David. Is there any part of you that kind of finds enjoyment in it, irritating your wife? Probably sometimes. Cause yeah, as a yeah, as a comedian, Shame. there's moments that you go, Shame. yeah, I'm good. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, I have my wife and my my 15 year old son. They're exactly the same, and they just love to irritate me. Not they don't like to go too far, 
but they just love yeah, to no. push. I'm not, just, I'm not looking for a fight. I'm just, I just want to see you snap and then I'll laugh out loud and then we're good. <laughs> like, and then I'll be like, you know, I love you. Come here. And then I'll like grab his penis and he's fine. He <laughs> and all is always oh. forgiven. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, I don't. Yeah, we don't. I think the social media thing has been more stand up. No, and I've been like I've talked about some very edgy. I talk about very edgy stuff on stage, and Julie, she's never. I I think because when she met me, I was doing this, and I think it just and because she's a performer, and I think that she also I like the real answer is I honestly believe that she knows that I take what I do seriously, and that if it's going to be good, it has to be authentic and it has to be real. Yeah, there's an art form to it that I tap into a little bit. I tap into the fact that this is his art, this is his work, and some of it's an embellishment. Sometimes, especially when we were first um, dating and married, you would be speaking about other females and people think it was about me. Yes. And so I'm like, that's true. You know, there's sometimes he more stories. I'm more different stories and experiences into one thing. So, so, so it has been, you know, but you never, not so much now, but at first. And I was like, that wasn't even about me. Yes. (laughs) Joke that I did about taking the pants in. Remember that? I, uh-huh. I, I that like it's the stupidest joke which actually is like one of the jokes that I've done that is not based in anything like I made this shit up which I normally uh-huh. don't do most things come from some seed of truth this particular joke was something that I did and that was the one time you said to me I don't like that joke that you do about making my pants smaller so people think I'm fat and I was like <laughs> real like all the shit that I've said that's real you have no problem with the stuff that I make up that's the dumbest joke ever was the only time she's ever said something to me but I do have friends who called me who were like so upset they're like I cannot believe you said that I can't believe he was saying that on stage and told everybody. <laughs> oh my God. Have you ever had someone call you be like, wow, did you see that? No, no. What's your joke now? You you say like, if you, you offend me making a joke, if you're getting paid, not, you, you call it business. It's business. It's business. It's business. I tell people that I'm, I'm working. working. Inside right. that stage, you gotta, you gotta do your thing. As a comedian, you know that. You, you gotta... You gotta carve out that space to be creative and be free. And I know so many comedians who wanna do what we do, but they don't wanna go there because they're afraid they're gonna upset somebody in their family or their wife or their husband or whatever. And you can't, you really, you honestly can't compete and have that worry. You just can't. It ain't gonna work. Mm-hmm. You gotta cut those but, strings. Huh? You got to. You and the person the- has to know. You know, like our social media is another thing. When I first started that, she was not on board at all. Like, she she was like, I don't, you're just yelling. You're just in there yelling and cursing. That's all I hear. Right. (laughs) And then all of a sudden, people, then all of a sudden, shit started happening and offers started coming in. And she's like, how come you're not doing videos anymore? (laughs) I'm like, remember when I was yelling and cussing? Like, yes, you, yes, y'all do it because it's so. Remember, we did a video called How Parents Feel When Their Kids Go Back to School, right? This back to school video we did, which was a video that literally, it, we, we, I put it up at eight o'clock in the morning. It was on the 
news, the 12 o'clock news here in Los Angeles by noon. Oh, no wow. Shit. It, it got picked up by like 40, 50 television stations around the country. Like this is the thing that shot my Instagram. The whole video, we shot this video. If she was not on camera, she was fucking bitching and called attitude was shitty. When I tell you I was going to leave her fucking ass over this video, I was like, why the, I said, why do you believe it? Your family and you are fucking this up. Your attitude. Like, I remember that. We were arguing. Julie, I feel you. She was, I, I, I'm Julie in this one. <laughs> such a bad attitude. Do you even care? <laughs> and it's un, and it just, and now, you know, it's now that we, now we're negotiating a deal for our own reality show. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. You guys deserve it. Mm-hmm. I, I love you guys. Your guys' daughters, too, are just yeah. so entertaining. They're something. They are something. So yeah. what do the kids think of your comedy? Like, do they think you're funny? Do they laugh at your jokes? Do they give you a hard time? They, they've seen you at a, what is, what is it called? The nights where you can't cuss. They've seen me. They've not they've seen, seen, like, really. my Netflix special. Right. They've seen right. that They haven't even. Here's the thing. They don't even care. They could have seen it because they have their tablets and they're watching shit on TV all day and night. Like we're not even in there. They never watched it. They don't pay attention to. Like, they don't care, huh? They don't care. They sometimes they think I'm funny. Sometimes they think I'm not. I think they called us. Was it yesterday? They called us. They were in Hermosa Beach. And they called us yesterday and said, a fan came up to us and was like, are you David Arnold's daughter? Like, because they, they'll, they'll text me when, because we get way more, I feel like, because of the social media, we get a lot of, people recognize us where, where, a lot when we go I, out. I will say, however, that they were very irritated when David got on TikTok. They were not having that. They were. Big. Oh, that's funny. They were. My, you, you were in their territory. Uh huh. Yes, you talk exactly. about disgusted. They were. <laughs> dead. And well, Anna Grace Morton. Get out of here, old man. Oldest, she was like, you don't even know how to do it. You're just, you're old. It's not for old people, right? You know what? Literally, my second video, I put up million views. She was hot as fire. Listen, <laughs> the only reason I'm not on TikTok more is because I don't fucking know how to do the videos, and I would rather die a thousand deaths than ask any one of those ones. Anyone our kids <laughs> for help? To help, like if they ever bring it up, I'm all whatever. It's stupid. Like it's not even funny. I don't- I don't even really pay attention. I've tried at least 12 times. Can't figure it out. I don't, they do. It's the green screen. It's a whole production. You can't and figure out the shoe flip. And there's and nine-year-olds that can do it. Right. And, and I can edit. I can edit video, real video. And I can't, and I can't do TikTok. Right. And I just. I yeah, it's, it's a completely. Yeah, they, so Julie, yeah, they, they, they weren't. So Julie, what's the, uh, what's the best part of being married to a comedian? What's the worst part of being married to a comedian? Oh, um, you know, I will, I will say the worst part is he does get really loud, especially now during quarantine. (laughs) A lot of podcasts or he's doing a lot of zoo. Oh, there's a lot. And he screams. Everything's cool. So he'll walk through the house or even if he's starting to do an Instagram thing, he he could be talking like this and then all of a sudden he's talking like this. And I'm like, <laughs> tone it down. There's no that was a really good impression. 
There's no reason to yell. Like everybody can see you, feel you, hear you. Uh, but the other, um, the benefits is that you do laugh from time to time. You do get a time good, to time. hearty laugh. Yeah, time to time. I love that. <laughs> time to time. She makes me laugh occasionally. Sounds good enough for me. Occasionally. Uh, yeah, I'll take it, right? <laughs> exactly. Time to time. Hey. <laughs> like, I, I, I like to make him laugh, um, but my favorite is when I make a joke and he'll be like, that, is, that that then I'm all yeah that's funny that's a good it? one he's like, the line. No, I don't like it <laughs> that is exactly what he does uh-huh. oh my god when they don't laugh and they don't lock in you know it's great I agree they don't know shit they don't know nothing about comedy like you know they don't know he says this all the time so like if I pitch something to her and she goes I don't know I mean I, 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 whatever I go oh this is gold no, that's I how go. I know it's gonna work. That's, that's how, how I know it's gonna work because you didn't laugh. Come on, tweet. Every time I am. No, whatever. Julie, I don't. I, this is my favorite part. Every time she comes to see me perform, which at this point is once every three, four months, right? She'll she will be driving home from a club. Like if she just like if I go to laugh at, I do a set. She goes, I want to go tonight. I'm like, all right. So she will ride home with me and be staring at me like she's never seen me. In her life, she's like, "You're really good. You're really funny. <laughs> what do you think is happening around here? Like, what? How do you think any of this is like? What, what, Where do you think we are right now? <laughs> exactly. I love how every single time she comes to see me perform, she is. She literally looks at me like she's never seen me perform before. She can't believe that I'm actually as funny as I am." As- as I as yeah, I'm as funny as That's I think. That's a great I am. compliment. That's a great compliment. It is. I'll take it. Okay, so <clears throat> Julie, on again on Instagram because we stalk you. Uh, you mentioned something about like a marriage contract. Oh yeah, and it was it was kind of in passing, but I don't know. Is that something that you guys have? Is there like the rules? Because we have like the rules. That I love it. Um, to be honest, I was, I think, but Anna Grace was born. So I was at least five, six years into my marriage. And a lady, I mean, not to get in full detail, but a lady was braiding my hair. And then her husband came in and he put down her keys. And said, I got your, I, um, I filled your car up with gas. And also like, he just went, got your keys and went and put gas in your car. She's like, oh yeah, that's part of the marriage contract. I'm like, I didn't know. I didn't know. So then I just been like, oh, by the way, getting my gas filled up and taking out the trash, those are all things that came with the marriage contract. And he was like, what are you talking about? I'm like, it's a part of the marriage contract. <laughs> I just say it emphatically and it kind of works. <laughs> I can fill up the, my own, um, or I can like get, change my own oil. Oh. I, can take, I can take the trash out. Or can change your... I can suck dick. You can pick. <laughs> oh, it's your choice. <laughs> oh, it's I either get one or okay. My talents have limits. You. My talents have limits. I so, change the oil and take out the trash. Oh. And he get, and and what do I do? Yeah, my part of the contract. That's you keep up your end of the bargain. Exactly. One of our rules is. Mm-hmm. One of our rules is, and this is a struggle early in our marriages. She thinks that raising my voice is yelling. Yeah. And 
Yeah, I don't think it is. I think it's just raising your voice. Yeah, I'm like, it's not an opinion. I don't think it. If you raise your voice, you are yelling. Well, we came to the conclusion that me raising my voice was yelling. Right. No, we didn't. (laughs) Because because you'll get loud and I'll go, don't yell at me. And then you'll go. I just get red in the face. I'm not yelling. And it like he has to like whisper it or he'll just explode like a (laughs) bubble. Yeah. Yeah. I am a yeller. It's bad. I'm bad. I, I am. I am a yeah. Like I grew up around yellers, and this, Me too. this is what's crazy. If you weren't yelling in my house, you wouldn't care about the person. Like if my grandfather didn't say anything, oh, it was you were in trouble. Like you want to know that he don't give a shit about you, let him not say nothing. Then you know, oh, you're you're out the family. Like no, you're, you're done. You're done. Yeah. But if he's yelling and cussing you out and telling you how you did wrong, you can't. He, oh, you know that he does that because he cares and he wants you to change and listen. I, I mean, still love you. I mean, that's <laughs> fair. I, I'm. I mean, I'll yell. I won't say I'm not a yeller, but that's not like my thing. It's, yeah, it's one of it, yeah, it's one of his. It's one of his things. Yeah. But for sure, if I don't, he calls it the silent treatment. I call it alone time. But if I I won't talk to him, oh, oh, or like one word answers in like 20 minutes, he'll be like, I'm going to go jump off the roof. Should I just kill myself? Like, you know what? It's over. He can't do it. He can't. She just, I'll ask her questions. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. Whatever you want. uh, How are you feeling? Fine. Are you mad? No. My mother taught me if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I don't like to apologize ever. And so I don't want to say something that I'll have to apologize for. So I don't say shit. <laughs> you don't want to hear what I have to say at the time anyways. <laughs> right. I, I talk through things. So like, I'll, I'll he'll just go. I'll just it keep doesn't going. matter what it is. Then I'll have and, to walk it back and cut a little bit. Yeah. That's Dave is a repeater. He repeats himself to exhaustion, to the point that you're nauseous, you're like, I okay. got it the first time, I'm over it. But he, 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 and he riles himself up because he keeps repeating it. That's so you just get yourself more and more mad. That's my like, the oatmeal was shit, Julie. The oatmeal was shit. Yes. The oatmeal was shit, Julie. I'm trying to tell you how to do it, but you don't want to listen. You want to do shit your way. That's 100% my dad. That's my dad all day long. I do repeat myself. My friend, my father's name is Eddie. And every time I repeat myself, one of my friends will go, okay, Eddie Arnold, you tell us that. Like, that's, <laughs> that's who I am. <laughs> yeah. um, do we want to, let's jump. Yeah, we're- do you want to jump to like here? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now, we're, so now we're, we want to talk about parenting. Okay. Um, who out of the two of you is the disciplinarian? Me. Both of us. She's not. All the time. I, There's no way you should be a mom and you're, you're, not be a disciplinary. That doesn't even make sense. It you're doesn't make sense. <laughs> you're constantly no. uh, reinforcing, talking through, working out, snatching up with the whole You've process. not snatched nobody up since I met you. Both of us. <laughs> Me more so because I'm, I'm always around, maybe more so than David, but David gets in there. He gets in there. <laughs> this is such bullshit. So, okay. So, who, if we were to ask the girls, who are you more afraid of? Like, if you were to get in trouble, who would be the worst person? It'd be dad? Dad. For sure. 
Yeah. 100%. I get mad at Julie because she does not. Listen, we got a dog. The dog is out of control already. (laughs) (laughs) And Julie and these kids are doing nothing to help me discipline this dog. Julie tells the dog to sit. The dog laughs and does the complete opposite. I said, you don't have no threat. You don't have a threatening personality. You don't have any energy about you that is threatening. I'm a little off. I agree. I need some. <laughs> I just need a little, a few tips because I feel like I'm moving into that mode where I talk to Cooper as if he is a being, and I, I'm being respectful. So I'm talking to him, but I don't get the fact that he really doesn't rationally understand what I'm saying. He's not listening because to in my mind, I really believe he gets what I'm saying. Okay, you got to see through Milan him. Yes. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I swear to God, the funniest thing I've ever seen in, in my life, in my life, was I caught him Caesar Milaning the dogs when he thought he was alone one time. Oh. Like, you know, the, what is it, dog whisperer? Yeah. 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 Where he like, <laughs> <laughs> but he'll like look away. Hey, I got those dogs to fucking listen. Oh, I, I, I never laughed so hard in my fucking life. I walked in, I go, the dog didn't listen. She didn't do shit. Man, the dog sits and lays down. She does not what? listen to you. She listens. She listens. If you, no, no. She'll listen to you. She doesn't like respect your commands she's never heard before that you saw on TV. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> just like the rest of my family. They just don't give a fuck. The dog no. did not like snap into some <laughs> <laughs> like beta. <laughs> Real talk though, I'm taking tips. <laughs> we, we, I'm the, I'm definitely the disciplinarian of the girls and everything for sure. I think it's he gets a little irrational with his discipline, but that's where the fear kicks in. Got it. I don't know if fear irrational. Is and how? How am I irrational? I mean, because you're cut off on. So I, I, I mean, we would go off on a tangent. Let's not digress. Let's stay focused. <laughs> oh, she's all. That's not important. Oh, we do that. She's gone on me. I'm like, I'm punishing the kids this way. She's like, no, don't do that. I'm like. Like they your lane, I got this. Yes, exactly. They got it coming. They need to flee. I said, you you already let it go too far. Now I gotta step in. Yes, exactly. I gotta so, clean this shit up. And it's gonna you don't tap me in, we're done. You yeah. heard me ask him to do it. You were around when they didn't do it, and then I show up and it's not done, and you think I'm only mad at the kids. <laughs> yeah, and then I get yelled at. Like just, just I don't, I don't know. Get control of the house. Like do the dishes before I get home, or I'm gonna set everyone on fire. And so when I get home, the dishes aren't done. Oh my gosh! Yes. Don't just yell at the kids. Now well, it's not fair. I'm yelling at the kids. That's right. Damn kids' fault. The cereal for dinner it is then every night. Okay, <clears throat> what do you guys think? Because your girls are what ages? Thirteen and fifteen. Mm-hmm. Thirteen and fifteen. Yeah. Yeah. We have fifteen. 13, a 13 year old girl and a 12 year old boy, a 15 yeah. year old boy. Woo! Wow. Yeah, y'all, and- right. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you guys think is the, so up to date, what is the hardest phase of parenting in your opinion? Was it like babies, toddlers, that elementary school or like the ages that the girls are now? Um, I would, I would, well, I mean, of course, Julie might say when they were younger because she did most, a lot of every, most of it. You know what I mean? Like for me, I feel like it's now is a little bit more challenging because they have opinions, they're people, they have personalities. They think, you know, the older they get, the dumber they think you are. So, yeah. 
know, they know everything, so you can't tell them shit. They think that, you know, we just living in here, don't know nothing. So it, it I feel like now is probably a little bit more challenging. You know, every every age comes with a different thing, but I'm sure, you know, now is probably yeah, don't you think now? I I one hundred percent agree with you. I yeah. think um hormones is oh, yeah. is oh my god. Yeah. Hormones all day long. So you're dealing now with a science project. You're dealing now literally with chemistry. So sometimes you're not dealing really with point. you as being clear minded, rational. They have a whole other range of things going emotional things going on <clears throat> and their bodies and their minds and their hearts, all this other stuff is adding to how they respond. So I can come to them where they are and handle it. But I this can't. one, oh, no, whoa, I can't, I can't, get it. I, can't I can't take any eye rolling, talking back. Well, I, that's, that's disrespect. I well, agree with that. I yeah, agree but that's the that. thing that that's the only thing that makes me go off. That's the you talk back and disrespectful. You you I'll take your goddamn head off. That's yeah. like my yeah. we, we call them we call them felonies and misdemeanors in our house. Like, yes. like yes. You, Good. I like that. You don't slam the door in this house. That's a felony. Right. Man, you right. that day's coming off. Yeah, I just like and I will admit, you know, I I will snap and go off but then i think what which is how my i saw my parents but what i have that my parents did not have is after the heat comes down and everybody simmered down i will go back and talk to my girls and be like listen i love you and this is how i feel and this is how you may and and, and yes it would be great if i had that in me to do from the beginning but most of the time i fail at that because i get so angry because I do not like the talking back and the disrespectful comments. Like that shit, that shit burnt. That makes me go from zero to sixty quick. Mm-hmm. Julie is very good at ignoring it or acting like no, she doesn't that's, hear it. Uh, no, that's not. Well, one thing I would say is you are really good after the fact and going back in, and I think that's really important. But I, I see things just. I see things differently. Like if they're just waking up. And especially our eldest, who's so much like you. You guys are not morning people. So she's just waking up, and you're like, good morning, Anna Grace. And she's like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you say good morning? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, can we send them to a day of when? Can we send them out (laughs) of giving them just some serenity? Like, they're about to take on. Don't make me look crazy. Well, they're about to take on a lot of frustration out in the world. Why do we have to give them any of that? Like, see it differently. She wasn't being disrespectful. I said. She's just opening her eyes. No. Okay. Nice. nice. Okay. That's fine. Go ahead. Yeah. Right. Next. <laughs> next. 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 <laughs> so, so have you guys had like the sex talk with the girls? No. Yes. What? Oh. Yeah, that answers the next question. I had um, the talk with both of them at the same time. When? And what was so funny was I? is my <laughs> oldest said, I said, do you understand what I'm saying? My youngest like, yeah, I get, yes, I understand. 
my eldest said, no, mommy, I don't understand. Can you say it again? Can you say it? And, and I was she was like, making, she was I, recording. <laughs> she was recording me. But I video. was embarrassed because I'm like, oh my gosh, my my child, she doesn't know any of this stuff. I, I failed as a mom. Then I see her like with her hand, like shaking up and down, trying to cover the sheets with her. And I'm like, what is she Because she's trying to record it for her YouTube channel. <laughs> so that's hilarious. Did you fan kick her to the jaw? <laughs> right on the throat. Right on the throat. Right to the jugular. That, that is Anna Grace. That's my oldest. That's how she's like me. Yeah, she. But I will. And then I came downstairs I and I said to David, he was so upset. He was so upset that I didn't include him. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're not going to include me in the talk, but that's fine. So did you go have your own talk? No, I ain't getting out of there. We separated, we divided and conquered. I got the boy, she got the girl. Right, see? There well, I mean, well, yeah, but I think like that's a different we have both genders, so we right. can yeah. you know I'm not I'm not I'm not doing the masturbation talks with the boys. It's not appropriate, <laughs> it's not fair to any of us. No. No I will have a conversation with them. I'm sure it'll be completely different than the way their mother did it. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> My conversation will be completely inappropriate, but raw and right. oh god. Yeah, like I I talk to the boys about it so that they know it's it's right. not taboo, it's not exactly. weird or gross or exactly. that. You know. Exactly. But I, I I got no advice. I don't mm-mm. ask dad. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, we'll we'll. I'm sure. I'm sure our time will come. I'm sure it will. So then have you guys dealt with periods yet? This is oh new. Gosh, it is. Both, both of them just started. Well, not both. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, pretty much. They both started this year. Did you guys notice a big difference? Because that for us was like, um, I don't know, like a horrible, pivotal event in the family. Like everything before that day was nice. And then everything after she got her period like everything changed. It was just like, the opposite. It was just the opposite. It was just the opposite. They were, yeah, yes. they were, they a were full of nasty, built up before anger, and now, yeah. girl, and then it came out, and they were like, oh. and all oh. they're the complete opposite. So that's Couple why show. ours, ours were the opposite. Yes, the, the boys have been great. They have calmed down. Noah has calmed down the past year. He's calmed down. There's nothing more horrible than boy puberty. I've never. Know. He, goes, he does this though sometimes. Yeah. Oh wow. Really? Yeah, that's a whole different. Issue. He's been more respectful the past year than he I, has. I grew up with sisters, and well, and don't get me wrong. Like I get it. You and we gave him a lot of grace when he would. You know, he was playing football and he was growing and he'd flip out, and so we'd give him you know fair right. chances. But nothing. I've never seen in girls what I've seen in boys with puberty. Never. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, we know. Yeah. He explodes. It is peaks and valleys he, like yeah. I didn't think existed within wow. human range. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. see, I don't know. I, I I have all sisters as well, so I've only mm-hmm. been with all women my whole life. Oh yeah. So my old my oldest is fifteen, and he outgrew me height wise about a year and a half, two years ago. Right. Yeah. And now he's like six two. Oh wow. And I'm five ten, and he got in his mom's face last year. He got in my face about once. a year ago. Uh. It One started time. yelling in her face, like right up. So I had to put him, I had to get him straight. And uh, right. I, I went after him. <laughs> Ever since then, he's been, oh, he's he been on his best behavior. Yeah. He, Good. You I was, was going to give him, I mean, he didn't deserve grace at this point. Like he, 
he had had his his three strikes. This was now the final time, right. and he just was pissed about cleaning off the kitchen counters and gone off, and just over kitchen and counters. just did a real quick lean in, and I was all, wow. oh no, wow. Oh, no, no. Wow. But he he felt so bad. He, but we do the same thing that you do, David. We we go talk to the kids. We like, apologize. Yeah. We talk to the kids. If I go overstep, I'll do the yeah. same thing. I'll say, hey, yeah. this is what I was feeling. You know, I think that's really good. They do that now. Are you trying to be different than you were raised, or I'm trying to be different than I was raised. And while it would be nice to catch some moment, even when I talk to myself in the morning, I go, I'm not gonna cuss these girls out. I'm not gonna let them cut piss me off today. Like I literally wake up in the morning talking to myself, going, "Do not let them get to you today. You can't let them beat you." And I, in nine minutes later, I will kill everybody. Like it, like and like it just. And then I go, "Listen, I'm just trying to talk to you. I don't know why." You're yeah, especially when you're raising <laughs> girls, you really have to double back and realize it's not about you; it's about them. And like find your Sweet. way with that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Want to go with final advice? <laughs> um, I will. Uh, no, yeah. I want to ask this one first because this is what I got to know. Yeah. David, are you going to be nice to their boyfriends? Because they're coming up on dating age. I, mean, uh, kind of. I will be real with their boyfriends. If they consider that to be nice, so be it. If they consider it to be a threat or whatever it is, then so be it. I, <laughs> I am what I am. I will be 100% real with whoever comes around here. Yeah. I love that answer. So that, what is that's so what is but what is real what does real look like? Like your first real, conversation. Real could be I don't like you. <laughs> real could be like she like you. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't I don't I don't, I don't really fuck with you. <laughs> I think that's what her dad was like to me. Yeah my dad, I think he might have said that. My dad is still like that. Yeah listen you get to a point where you like you know they like my other other real might be like, listen, I know what you, I know who you are. I know what you want. I'm telling you right now, if you if you make my daughter cry, if you do that, I'm going, I'm going to find you, and then I'm going to kill your parents. That's what. <laughs> you if you want your parents to be dead, then fuck with my daughter, and that's what's going to happen. Like I can see me being that dude. You know what I mean? Like, but I'm going to 100% try to give them leeway to be who they are because I believe you got to, you can't, you can't, you, you, you only prolonging the inevitable, which is that you got to go out and have their own lives. So, yeah. you know, I'm going to do my best. Oof. Nice. I'm not, I'm not ready for it. Uh, so what is a, what is something that you guys right now are doing good in your marriage that you're, you're killing, killing yeah. in your marriage? Like what, what's one area that, that you guys have figured out? Like it's, you worked it out. It's something that you do right. Um, for example, us. <laughs> is it, um, what are we doing right? I, I, you didn't ask me to bring examples. Yeah. I was going to say, I think like, we fight well. Uh, we, like if we if we fight, it's that's one of the things we do a little bit better. I think if you fight well, I honestly, honestly think it's because the man knows. Like we women know how to fight well. We are no We know how to think through it. We know how to argue. And if the man is receptive and he can counteract that, you got a good guy. So I'm not receptive and can't counteract. We don't. We don't fight well. No. 
No, I, I wasn't going to say we fight well on that, but no, we work on it. I got I fight well, and he plays dirty every time. That's exactly really? that's me. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm like, I wash it and leave right now. How about that? That's where I go every time. And I yeah. <laughs> So, like, literally, we all probably fight. We, we hang out. We have a homie time. We call it homie time. It's at night. That, yeah, we, that's we hang we out. We spend time together. Where we get off our phones or watch TV. Like so, we like we do. We do have a lot of we time have, like together. focus on the spending mm-hmm. the quality. I, mean, time we, 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 I feel like this is what I feel like. I feel like we don't have one area that I would just say we do well in this one area. But I will say in all the areas, we are better than where we used to be. Like even us working. Together, that's great. You we know really what I mean. Are. We're better than we used to be. We're we, lately we've been working together, doing some things because of, of opportunities and work and stuff. Like I said, you know, developing a reality show and then some scripted shows and things she's been helping me with. And so, like we, I think it's because we're here in you know in this quarantine now. It's allowed us to get a chance to work together in a way that we have not. Which that 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 we that we've done well. We you know I feel like we have the same type of uh, ideal of how we want our future to be as far as dealing with the girls and stuff like that. So we we you know we we we've done well. We're, we're not there's not one area that's like oh we got this area figured out. I feel like all the areas are better than they used to be. That's a that's fantastic a great answer. answer. Yeah, I think that's the truth. That's, that's what I think we should strive for. All the areas. I think that's I'll, I'll, I'll take a um, I'll take an inventory of our areas and I'll and I'll compare it to a couple of years ago's reports and I'll let you know. Just let me know how I can fix it. I'll give you some action items. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so last question is um, for both of you. Uh, each of you give an answer. If you could give one piece of advice to a young husband and a young wife, what would it be about marriage? Like this would be like if you could wrap up everything that you know about being married and give it to someone who's just starting out in their relationship, what would it be? Well, um, I, I wish I thought of this and I wish it's, it's advice has come to me over time and I've grown in wisdom. But to be honest, this advice was given to me when I was engaged to David and it's, I believe, has I believed it when I heard it and I got it and I understood it when I heard it. And I think it saved me many, many, uh, many times. And perhaps even saved our marriage is the fact that marriage is an ebb and flow and that you might not even like your spouse. You might not be in love with your spouse. You might not love your spouse at times. And it's all normal. It doesn't feel good. It doesn't make it right. But those are the journeys of relationships and human connection. It's an ebb and flow. It's an ebb and flow. Sometimes you just might not like your spouse and maybe it lasts a couple months. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, I think that my advice to a, a, a young guy getting married would be pace yourself. Because like marriage is a marathon. It's not a 50 yard dash. It's not, you know, you, you, you're not going to win every argument. You, you're, you're not going to even, you're not going to even want to have every argument. You know, you get to a place where you go, let the shit play out. And, you know, you do, 
you learn what to say and what not to say. You learn what to share and what not to share. I know a lot of guys in young, you know, relationship. I'm going to tell my wife everything. And I'm like, don't, don't do that. Why? <laughs> don't Every- don't shit is going to come back to cause you unnecessary grief that will just play itself out otherwise. Like I, I just, my biggest advice would be to just really pace yourself and know that you're not going to win every argument, nor do you want to, you know? And, you know, if you give people that room, then everybody has that room to grow. Like Julie said, there's times when me and her have gotten along and there's times when we just two people living in this house in the business of raising a family together. And like, literally that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So it goes back and forth, it goes up and down. So it's, you know, I, everybody, everybody who sees the stuff, you know, that, that the social media and everything. And I try to tell people this all the time. You're looking at three and a half minutes of our life. It's not, you know, it's not, it's, it's so much more going on than that. And it's real, you know, and it's times right. When, you know, shit is great. And it's times when shit is horrible. But yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. We try to, we, we, we're doing our best to make it work. We really are. That's what we say. We, marriage is hard as shit. <laughs> you mm-hmm. got to, we're best hard. friends, but it's not, it's not for the week. You're, that's for <laughs> no, sure. No, not week. It's really, really not. You know, and it's not for people who are selfish. It's not for people who you're never mm-hmm. going. You got to know how to not get your way. You got to know how to not get your way. That's the mm-hmm. hard. Part. I think that's the problem with you know. And they always talk about people have to become whole. If you meet somebody, if two people come together in order for them to become one, they have to each give up half of themselves for it to become one. And it's that thing. It's like, am I willing to give up some of these things so I can be with this person? She don't like cleaning up shit. That's just who she is. She don't like cleaning up. It drives me crazy. Is this a note you want to end on, honey? Let's re- let's rewind. <laughs> About two whole halves of and I had a point. I don't know about two I've halves. I had to give it up I, and realize that you're not going to clean up shit, and I love you anyway. I feel like it's two holes coming together to make a greater whole, not two halves. No, but you got to give up half David, of yourself. I just feel like you need to rewind and change this whole thing about me. You not don't tell me how to do my analysis. Oh, we love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for coming on. We'll definitely be keeping an eye out for your um, next special, which I have a name for if you don't mind. And it should just be uh, your MSN email and then explain why you still have one. I cannot stand you. I hate that I sent that shit to you. It was an accident. That email is for uh, all my spam. I forgot about this. You sent me a spam email? No, what I'm saying is it rolls off my tongue because I've had it for so long. And then I said, I should have gave her the Gmail. And then soon, of course, she fired in on me. And every time I give it to somebody, they ask me what year is it where I live. <laughs> David, I tried to send you an email and Google was all nope, no. <laughs> we don't said, we don't know what that's it. Yeah, they literally were like, I don't we don't know what that is. <laughs> that is hilarious. This is great. But um tell everyone where they can find you guys. You can find me at I am Julie H. Arnold on Instagram. And I am the David A. Arnold. At the David A. Arnold. 
See, she don't. Even, she don't. I don't even think she's used to saying her Instagram. Like I know. That. I was like, is that she's right? never said that. It's it's I am Julie H Arnold and I am the David A Arnold. Bam. There it is. Bam. We'll we'll spell check it before so people yeah, can make sure the right one. So. <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you guys. Enjoy your, enjoy your weekend. Thanks for listening to Not the Worst Marriage Podcast. Please leave us a five-star review wherever you listen to us on. <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts. Wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Not the Worst Marriage. And newly launched, we are on Cameo. So you can request a personalized video from us, whether you want us to roast you or wish you happy birthday, happy anniversary. An encouraging post. Happy yes. post. A roast. A roast. Uh, Click the link in bio and thanks for listening.